L-R-T. What's up, folks? Welcome to what is either the Patreon episode or the free episode, depending we, on how saucy we get in compared to the last episode I, we I, just recorded. I did smoke several bowls, so oh. anything can happen. Several bowls. Several. Yes. And was, Joe's the kind of guy that, like, weed doesn't mellow him out. It only brings his, his true form more into fruition. It fires me up, but it's the only way I can edit the podcast. <laughs> That's yep. how I get in the mm. zone, man. I got I to gotta get in that mindset where I'm... Almost like I'm in the room okay. having a conversation with you guys <laughs> yeah. as I edit the sound to make sure I don't inadvertently slip in an N-word to the mainstream audience that's not ready for it. They're the, that's the thing is they're not ready. <laughs> yeah, they're yeah. not ready for it. <laughs> it's like, yo, I got a new album coming out. Y'all ain't ready for this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> y'all ain't ready for this. <laughs> it's, it's just the song, but instead of y'all ready for this, it's y'all ain't ready for this. <laughs> I call my album that because it's impossible for me to go a full hour without saying the N-word. Yeah. So it's like, I got to fucking build up to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, no, when I um, when I uh, get high, uh, I don't think it's good for comedy at all. Oh, no, why? Like, I did a podcast once. Uh, I took an edible before, and I just felt like I watched other people have fun for an hour. Uh-huh. <laughs> nice, dude. Yeah. Yeah, just silent. Ah, I can't imagine, because I've never performed high. Yeah. And I can't imagine that level of judgment that you must feel. Um, not only in the room, but knowing that people are going to listen to it later and being paranoid while that's yeah. happening. Yeah. <laughs> mm. I, I'd very rarely get paranoid, but when I got paranoid, I got paranoid. I never like went to the hospital or anything, but you got nice. like paranoid looking inside of your head. It's like, uh, fuck. Anytime I try and do song lyrics now, I can't, I need to be, I need to be high for this. <laughs> I think you just did a 180. You're paranoid like, I can't looking high. over my back. It's like, a whirlwind inside of my head it's like i can't stop what i'm feeling within it's like that face inside is right inside my ass there you go dude i love lincoln park dude when yeah what else are you gonna listen to when your dad won't drive you to the dance that's so funny like that guy was always whining about shit yeah and then did the ultimate crybaby move kill himself (laughs) yeah what a fucking crybaby dude Mm -hmm. yeah at least he at least he was finally fucking proactive about it Mm -hmm. unlike fucking whining about certain people yeah you know like certain comments that constantly talk about killing themselves on Facebook, mm. but they never go through with it. Mm. And it's like, well, goddamn, dude, shit or get off the pop. We're ACK here on LRT, yeah. and I, yeah, I think at a certain point, it's like, well, just do it, dude. Don't clog my newsfeed with this shit. I'm yeah. trying to bikini seasons coming up, mm-hmm. and I want to make sure my my nubile young friends are posting <laughs> photos, and I don't want to hear some yeah. fucking loser. Talk about how, like, oh, I want to fucking kill myself. Why? Is it hard to fucking breathe in and out and eat food every day? <laughs> That's all you have to do, yeah. motherfucker. Oh, it's hard. Ah, whatever, dude. Yeah. And I'm yeah. saying this is a fucking Aryan man mm-hmm. in America. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Yeah. I like, I like the idea that you're preparing for bikini season for you is like clearing your news feed <laughs> of other people posting things not bikini related mm. yeah. not changing the way you eat or exercise is there is there any non-creepy way to say the word nubile come on dude of course not it was like <laughs> that's the word that was like clearly invented by perverts yeah there's describe like you know yeah there's nubile what is that n-u-b-i-l-e it's like young and tender yeah kind of yeah, it's like to describe a young girl, nubile. Oh. Let me see what like the exact definition is. But I feel yeah, there's <laughs> Matt's no- about to be put on a watch list because he googles yeah. nubile girl. <laughs> I type in N, and he the first thing types in old vile just to cover his bases. <laughs> I type in N, and the first thing that comes up is nubile and the N word in my search history. <laughs> nice, dude. Matt had to make sure he was spelling it correctly before he anonymously posted it on a bunch of black nubile Facebook pages. <laughs> Of a young woman, sexually attractive, sexually Ooh. mature, old enough for marriage. Oh, it's okay. Oh, actually, you're kind of covering your base. It yeah. Sounds, but it sounds like you were counting down until they became Yeah. Nubile. So nubile is like they look young, but they're old enough. Like a girl who's above 18, but looks under 18, yeah. maybe. You see, that was like an old ass way of saying top shelf bitch. There, there you go. TSB. Mm. The TSBs. Welcome yeah. to Locker Room Talk, everyone. <laughs> Joe Gorman, Matt Marin, Bobby Sheehan. Talking about TSBs. Coming at you live from New York City. And the Big looks, Apple. Mm-hmm. Looks We're like going the on rain, tour. rain finally stopped, looks like. Ah, it's a little break. We're in the eye of the storm. It was well. raining all day. 
and yesterday, rough weekend. We've been having like 80 degree days during the week, and then it gets like rainy on the weekends. Welcome to Locker Room yeah. Talk with Uncle Matt. You can tell it's like the second episode yeah, where we had the weather stuff. He's talking yeah. about the fuck. You know, yeah. it was crazy. It was fun. one minute it's raining. Next yeah. minute, I don't need a jacket. It's like, well, what's going on here? I gotta talk when I tell that bitch, please. I gotta talk to some of the Jews that I know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. What's make going it, on with this weather? Yeah, make it a little more livable, huh? As yeah. long as old men sit and talk about the weather. Right. Old women will sit around and talk about old men. Mm. Really? It's just the way life goes, Joseph. That's I don't make the, the rules. Is. Old women talk about old men. Yeah. And horoscopes. Yeah. Mm. Actually, yeah, do you think... Um, is horoscopes? It seems like a young woman thing. Um, no, that's like an old woman thing. Yeah, it's a woman thing for yeah, sure. Okay. It really is. It's like everyone's into it. Yeah. Even like you know, I've I've seen like women in their fifties talk about like Mercury being in retrograde and shit. Okay. It's a thing that you it by goes the all way, the way to the top. You have to like participate in like a like a woman at work was like, "What's your sign?" And I can't I can't just go shut up, you dumb bitch. You know, like I yeah. do have to like. Be like, I'm a Virgo. You can just say, like, oh, I was born this day, and they know exactly, like, yeah. what it just is. Yeah, just say the day. Yeah, because then I'll say Leo, and they'll be like, what's your rising? And then I say, shut up, you dumb bitch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like, I don't know my fucking rising. Yeah. yeah. I don't know any of that shit. I know I was rising because you were hot, but then you started asking me my sign, and now I'm moon. I don't, that's the opposite of rising, I think, in horoscopes. <laughs> I thought it would be the opposite. It would be setting. Setting. Yeah, no, it's your rising and your moon. My descending. Set and setting. Yeah. For mm. your sign. Yeah. Here's your sign. That's actually what Bill Engvall was talking about. Yeah. Was he? He's a big uh, astrology. Are Billy, you being serious right now? The no, female I'm Bill. Doing the, a little sketch. Billy okay. Joe Engvall, and she's here's your sign, and it's all horoscope jokes. Yeah. Oh, that would be beautiful. Yeah. Damn. Now, is that... If you've ever... <laughs> Uh, if you've ever <laughs> been the center of attention, you might be a Leo. <laughs> I I wonder, is, are women attracted? Is that an attractive quality for a woman if a man is like, I actually know a lot about horoscopes? Or is it like, uh, you're gay? You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, I don't know. I feel like um, you don't want to be too into them, but if you have a cursory knowledge of it, it could be kind of a cool thing. It could to be an opener, on. but if you're like, "Oh, I have my chart right here," yeah, it's sort of, sort of the the opposite of like it'd be cool to have a like you would like a girlfriend that likes sports, yeah. But if she was like, "I play them all the time, and therefore I have really defined uh, manly shoulders," you'd be like, "Well, all right, let's maybe." I mean, I. I don't know, because, like, the girls that are, like, sports reporters on ESPN, I feel like they could still be really cool. Okay. So they could know a lot about you it. You have a little brewski with them? Yeah, I think you so. You could have oh. a beer with them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I want I want the kind of girl I want to marry is, like, the kind of girl you want to have a beer you with. You want to have a beer with. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I date women based on how I vote for president. It's also a bad way to vote for president. Yeah. <laughs> Especially because the last two guys it was applied to famously do not drink alcohol. Who? Trump and Bush. Trump and Bush, yeah. Oh, I would like to have a beer with Bush. Really, the guy that was pulled over by a police officer for driving erratically in the 80s? I would fucking smoke a blunt with Obama. That would be. Cool. I'd be like, let me kill somebody with a drone, dude. Yeah, <laughs> you'd be like, well, okay, mm-hmm. just uh, stay away from my daughters. Mm-hmm. I don't want you to dick them down. Yeah, and I'll be like, yes, sir, Mr. President. Mm-hmm. And then I do it anyway to make a statement. Okay, right. Mm-hmm. Thank God his daughters are like fucking in their forties now. How wild <laughs> is that? Is that you think you're old, dude? Obama's daughters are in their 50s. Damn. Oh, they, they aged 10 years in this conversation. You better believe it, dude. They're, they're getting some kind of fucking like weird they fucking still, They still shit. look like they're 16, though, because black don't crack. There you go. Yeah. No, nah, but they're Wait, on, like, so they're, yeah. these are eight women aging rapidly. So they've started doing comedy? Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Wow. God crazy. damn, Bobby. <laughs> Who fucking scorned you in the comedy scene? That's... You, you've been ripping on women across two podcasts ripping now. On, ripping on them, ripping on You know what the thing is, too? Every woman at an open mic is like, men this, men that. And you you just have to, like, at, at the very least, not in agreement with how strong and brave they're being. So now I feel like I'm all, all alone in the room with some men on a tough guy podcast. Yeah. It's time for me to say what I really think. Well, I do think it is annoying when any, at this point, when a guy goes up and is like, women are like this. Or when a woman goes up and is like, guys are like this. Mm. I think both of those things are annoying. You both were molested, okay? <laughs> but Put comedy and start a family together. But when there is a room where it's like a lot of these open mic rooms, especially where it's 
15 guys and one girl and she's doing it, I'm kind of like, all right, go ahead. Mm-hmm. Have fun. You're in the lion's dead, sister, so. Yeah, yeah. I don't look sister. at her and think she's brave, but I don't like, uh, there is like a little bit of, if you're a dude in at the open mic and you're ranting about women, I'm kind of like, yeah. all right. But if you're the girl in a room full of dudes ranting about men, I don't think it's necessarily original or funny, but yeah. I'm a little bit more forgiving you of it. You know what I've noticed uh, women uh, doing in comedy it, it, it recently is they have bits where they say uh, like very obvious things to us, to men, yeah. that I think they think they just realized. Like, there, there's a woman doing a bit where I've seen her do it a couple times where she says, um, uh, you shouldn't approach a man in public. Or, I'm sorry, if you're a man, you shouldn't approach a woman in public unless you're really hot. And it's yeah. supposed to be like, oh, she got us with the misdirection. But I'm like, every man knows that. Yeah. Every, like. Yeah, it's not, the problem she, is every man thinks he's hot. Yeah, yeah. I don't think that that's true. Well, so not no, but the them? idea of like uh, every man should only approach women if they're hot. Every woman has been approached by a guy who they're not into. Yeah, that guy probably approaches the girl thinking. I'm not. She's not going to be completely turned off by yeah. me. Oh, interesting. So, like, and not like, necessarily yeah. they think they're hot, but they don't think that they are ugly enough to not approach women. And yeah. they also think, like, well, most guys don't have the confidence to approach a woman. Yeah. When really, like, guys have nothing but confidence. The amount what of you need to yeah. say is, I have a gun in my pocket. <laughs> right. So I want you to smile at the bartender, <laughs> pay your tab, and work your way to the exit. Mm-hmm. My mom will be outside <laughs> your mom in, the t- in the Toyota Corolla. <laughs> I don't know why the Toyota Corolla makes it so much funnier. No sudden movements. <laughs> My mom just helps me out. She on freaks. This. She freaks out, and you're like, "Okay, would it change your mind if I had a Nissan Altima?" <laughs> now, Joe, I'm curious. Does is your mom an unwilling or unknowing participant? Or is she like, that's just how my Joey likes to do it? I feel like she would just be like unwitting. Uh-huh. Like she wouldn't understand what's going Like a Mr. Okay. Magoo type situation. <laughs> <laughs> is this your date? My mom's like, not like she's like an old lady in this situation uh-huh. where she's just like, is that your date for the prom? <laughs> Even though I'm in my 40s. <laughs> ah, we're having a good time, man. A whole, yeah. a whole new meaning to a shotgun wedding. But yes. It's more of a pistol mm. one night stand. Right. There it is. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that's uh, a lot of it is um, people uh, like the amount of girls be like, even if the guy's not that good looking, if he's really confident, that's fine. And that that's just gives so many ugly guys are like, OK, I will confidently DM women all yeah. the time now. Yeah. The coolest thing to do is like be like, get away from me. Yeah. Get the hell away from me. I'm, I'm pure. Alone. I don't, don't want take you to, my purity. I don't, I don't want you me. to get hurt. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Yeah. yeah, the whole the whole that's what you say. It's like uh, I can't date because, you know, I don't want you if to you get hurt. too close to me, you're just going to end up hurt like everyone else. It <laughs> <laughs> sounds real poetic, but it's just you admitting that you punch one in the eye. <laughs> and <get angry. laughs> I still want to hurt you again, baby. Mm. Watch out. If you get near, it's going to be your own fault. Mm. Everyone who falls in love with me ends up getting hurt. It's by like by getting Instagram hurt picture. Because, yeah. every, because every, I just love hitting women <laughs> <laughs> Every woman I've been with Has gotten hurt By dying of HIV related diseases <laughs> <laughs> Matt's a super spreader Yeah <laughs> the, the whole like uh, Oh you just gotta have confidence It's uh, a co- Confidence can make an already hot guy Hotter But if you're not hot It just comes off as delusional yeah. And dangerous. And, da- and dangerous. Yeah. yeah. Also, the amount of, like, um, we briefly talked about country music on the last episode, but, like, just the country music songs are just the sad, like, song where someone, ad- like, talks about how they've hurt people. Mm-hmm. Like, that's a tr- not just in country music, but there's a lot of country music songs about drowning my sorrows because of all the things I regret. And the thing is, there's something, in general, always likable about someone admitting that they've done wrong. Mm-hmm. But sometimes you listen to it and it's like, this guy is just saying I'm a bad person and I know I am. And that still should, we should still be like, all right, but why'd you do the bad shit? Yeah. Like, why? That's, you're still an asshole. No, he's not. He's innocent, baby. (laughs) And like Chris Brown has lines where it's like, I know you did some stuff. I did some stuff. Yeah. It's so very funny. It's like, Does yeah, he actually you certainly yeah. did some yeah. stuff. Well, he did some stuff. He got herpes from Rihanna because Rihanna blew Jay-Z. 
as we discussed in some episode, whether it was a Patreon episode, a bonus episode, whether Who this is a Patreon episode or a bonus episode. Who knows? The, the world may thing, never know. The important thing is that Rihanna sucked Jay-Z's dick and then gave Chris Brown herpes, which was why he beat her ass before they got to the VMA Awards. Wow. Mm. This whole episode, Jay-Z this, Jay-Z that. Yeah. That's crazy. Mm. Jay-Z this, round. get off a of Jay-Z dick, you know? Oh. I like Jay-Z, but I do think he's overrated. Jigga what? <laughs> <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> No, Matt, it's not pronounced Jigga. Yes, it is. <laughs> in this, a, a Jigga what is like a very slow electricity. Yeah. In a, in a let's say, an A un- Jigga what? Yeah. <laughs> let's just say in an uninformed voter neighborhood. Right. You know. Yeah, j- people that put Jay-Z like at the number one, I'm like, th- you were just in a very specific place and time in history. Where Big Pimpin' came out. Yeah, you were like a Gen X black guy in Bed-Stuy, and or Biggie died. a post-9-11 New Yorker mm-hmm. hearing Empire State. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Trying to get that rubble off your shoulder. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> you, walk, you walk out of, like, fucking ground zero, get that dust on you, get that. Everyone just comes out, super cut of everyone walking out of the fucking rubble. Get All that. the firefighters <laughs> yeah. getting the dirt off their shoulder. New York strong. <laughs> the day wow, G- everything is crazy, baby. Yeah. Wow. The day Jay-Z became a New York hero. <laughs> Damn, we got to fucking make that super cut of like the yeah. 9-11 footage. With Jay-Z, get that dirt off your shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> Started like the planes crashing into the towers. And then ever, oh my God. If you have close up, problems, have a- I feel bad for you, son. I got 99 problems, but two towers ain't one. <laughs> Have a uh, clip of someone jumping out of the top window and he's going to in New York. <laughs> Concrete pavements, what I'm gonna <laughs> hit. Oh. Damn. It was a tragic day, don't know. Was it? Right, yeah. yeah. Mm. I don't know, yeah. man. I was in a different time zone. 19 heroic Muslims died on that day. Yes. And a 20th one, unfortunately, didn't make it to his destination. Mm. Where did he Classic go? Classic American Airlines. Yeah. They uh, crashed, right? In Virginia? Pennsylvania. Uh, well, the, the Pennsylvania. Twi- they say the 20th hijacker because uh, the plan was for them to have 20, and they never found the guy. Mm. Oh, really? Yeah. It was just one guy who didn't like make it to the on the airplane or whatever. He was nervous. He, he, was, he was nervous. He was nervous. <laughs> but on the service, <laughs> he looked calm. Right. He fucking he slept in a like, oh. Oh, someone's going to kill me. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, not today, not today. He turns on the TV. He sees it. It's like, oh, he's shit. Sh- yeah. Like when he <laughs> 2 starts playing and he's taking his skateboard trying to get there on time. Yeah. <laughs> Work sucks. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Damn, what a fucking great idea for a movie. She left me roses on the stairs. But then the stairs collapsed and the roses went everywhere. <laughs> An idea of the 20th hijacker who slept in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Misty. When the alarm goes in the morning, I don't care if in the there morning. There is a fucking movie where Seth MacFarlane and the 20th hijacker get drinks together, learn they're not so different after all, and as Faith, Faith would have it, they both overslept, and then they both didn't die in 9-11. Ooh. We got, why are we doing a podcast, dude? We got to write that goddamn yeah. script right now. I remember that. Yeah, Seth MacFarlane fucking was supposed to be on that plane. Yeah. But thank God he he didn't get on so we can watch American Dad, yeah. the greatest fucking animated <laughs> show of all time, dude. I yeah. love American Dad. Yeah, more than Family Guy? Fuck yeah, yeah way, that more than, is. way more than Family the Guy, Dr. dude. Dr. Pepper to their Coca-Cola. Dude, yeah. American Dad is so... Fucking funny! It's yeah. such a good. I've seen. Good show. I haven't seen enough of it for me to put it over Family Guy, but Binge I love it. it. I do like American. Like start Dad. around season two or three. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. Um, it's what's, so funny. What were you into? Cleveland Show at all? Yeah, Cleveland Show was like it had potential, but it yeah. never could figure out what it. They didn't have any, It was clearly did not have any black writers on the staff. Yeah. You and know that, that was their Cleveland bound death sentence. Yeah. I think. Oh, absolutely. They yeah. need to, and like they need they need to. Darken it up, you know? Darken it up. What did they say? A thousand monkeys on a thousand typewriters can create a show a fraction as good as Family Guy. Three-fifths as good? At least. (laughs) What, Bobby? It's philosophy. You love philosophy. That is true. It is philosophy. Yeah. Yeah. A thousand monkeys on a thousand typewriters. What's the problem? What are they saying? What's what's the problem, Bobber? Is that saying going to still be around with, like, ChatGPT and all? No, one. T- it's gonna be like now one. It's just like we have AI. Like 
It was like, oh, a thousand monkeys on a thousand typewriters. Like, why would you ever even think? What does that even how, mean? Like, how, why would you do that? How the fuck are teachers going to tell the difference between AI and software? a kid's paper? Yeah. yeah. It's like, like, oh, just use AI to like, you know, AI to write out the bulk of your um, paper. Paper. And then like you just go back and you change some stuff. You, you change some stuff around to make it sound more in your voice. Or you yeah. Can ask uh, ChatGBT, write this as if I wrote it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like, or write this as if Chat GPD wrote it, and then I edited it myself. Yeah. In my voice. And then it's mm. just like it's just so fucking meta. It's like, all right, we get it, retard. And yeah. then it fucking yeah. gives, look, this is what you want. Mm-hmm. I did um, when I was in uh, high school. I had an uh, AP psychology class, and I remember Ooh. me and a couple other kids. It was like a group of five of us. So a different one of us would do the homework each day, okay. email it to the others, and we would all. Hell yeah! Right, I would change that's, it that's to be. Dishonest. I would change it to be in my voice a little bit, but it w- as another student uh, was the monitor who would grade you the have, p- homework. You, you type th where the s's are. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> more in, in my voice. voice. Yeah, um, I put a little accent mark at the end of each sentence <laughs> so it goes up a little bit. <laughs> um, but yeah, there was like the some girl was like a monitor who would grade the paper. So the other student, they just wouldn't give like wouldn't fuck people over for having similar homeworks and i changed the wording a bit some of the other kids in our group didn't even change the wording so nice. people handed in like identical homeworks they were jp yeah. it. yes <laughs> that's fucking cool man i mean why not damn dude yeah why but not, yeah the dude? chat gpt uh, yeah if you can just fully write your own papers yeah be what cool. how think, will it would be cool anyone if, be able like, to tell you you got you take advantage of Chat GPD like in that sweet little window before anyone knew about it. Yeah, you know I wish like Chat GPD at least had like one fucking you know high like you know a high school generation or two yeah. to go through before people caught on to it. Yeah, maybe they maybe it has and you know maybe the fact that we're only really knowing about it now, kids might have figured it out like well beforehand. Yeah, so hopefully kids, I hope you figured it out. Everyone deserves to know ways to cheat. Yeah, you know. What was the coolest way you ever cheated? Fucking copying shit. Just copying off other people's papers. Yeah, I would in always class. have like, yeah. or I would have like the answer sheet written on like the book and like looking at it every. Okay. Time. Teachers were never like that strict about. It. They never like walked up and down. Like they were always like yeah. at their desk. Yeah. Grading. So I did like, one in junior high school. I broke my leg, and it was um like the cast was all the way up past my knee. I couldn't even nice. really get around on crutches, so I had a wheelchair. And on the wheelchair, they put, like, a wooden desk that, like, Velcroed on. And I had all my friends sign it and write stuff. And in the corners, I would write, like, test answers. Nice. A, B, D, C. No, I'd write, like, my Spanish conjugations. I remember that was the one I had in the corner. Fuck, dude, I hated high school. And I hated all that shit. Yeah. So much pressure. Yeah. And now it's like, you know, it's like, oh, what about when you're an adult? It's like, damn, being an adult is chill. Yeah. I have a job that, you know. I'm all right. Like, I've had this job for a while, so I know how to do it. It doesn't stress yeah. me out. I do kind of miss the the idea of uh, not having a job and not having to worry about making money is kind of cool. Yeah, but you had other worries. You had to worry, like, am I going to get into co-? You had to worry about your whole future. They do nothing but, like, make instill you worry fear about, yeah. about the future. Like, yeah. well, you better pay attention now because if you don't pay attention now, you won't get into a good college. And if you won't get into a good college, you won't get a good job. And if you won't yeah. get a good job, you'll never move on with if your you life. If you do that really fun thing you want to do, it's going to go on your permanent record. That non-existent permanent record. Yeah. What about you? What would, Did you ever cheat? No, of course not. Because you're not a rule. But you had you had a couple of years where you were a little bit rebellious. You went against the rules for a little bit. I don't remember if we told this story already, but I did once cheat with along with everybody else in this class. Yeah. Because it was this really hard chemistry. So you'll only cheat if there's peer pressure? Yeah. <laughs> the only time you cheat is if everybody else is doing it, then it cancels right. each other out. The old my lie defense. Yeah. But uh, I... I had this really hard uh, chemistry homework, and um, someone found the internet, the answers on the internet, and this was like the advent mm-hmm. of that happening. Yeah, and it, we just all passed it around on AIM. Yeah, um, and uh, I tried to do the chemistry homework, and then I got angry at how hard it was. Yeah, um, unbeknownst to like all of us that the. The teacher was doing that thing where he was like, wasn't it hard? Well, don't worry. I'm not even going to grade it. I just wanted you guys to see how hard chemistry was or whatever bullshit. Yeah. So um, 
I thought I was being slick because I changed like three answers. Yeah. Um, and then I handed it in, and the next day he's real he's real serious. I remember it was our teacher, Mr. Sherman. He's the only Jewish teacher in the Catholic school. Mm. And, in a Catholic uh, school, he was a J O O. He was a J O O. Um, and he goes now. I know you all cheated, and I'm disappointed. It gives this whole speech, and the whole time, I'm like, I'm fucking free, dude. I changed three of the answers. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, he'll see, oh, he didn't get 100. I didn't realize how fucking hard. That was like a college level. Like, we were all supposed to do bad. Yeah. And I'm sitting there being like, I got three answers wrong on purpose. So then after, this is one of the most cringy things I've ever done. Oh, God. I afterwards I went up to him <laughs> and I said, uh, uh, Mr. Sherman, just so you know, I didn't cheat. And I said this to his face. Yeah. And I'm making eye contact. And he goes, Oh, is that so, Robert? Well, I'm I'm glad to hear that. And he pulls it out and he goes, It looks like you got all but three answers correct. That's very good. And he looks at me and I and he's almost like uh, he like then he <laughs> he almost thought for like a second is this guy a prodigy? Yeah, is this guy fucking Goodwill Hunting? Yeah. And then he like asked me like, "What's the sign for helium?" And I was like, "I have no idea, dude." <laughs> <laughs> Did you actually say that? I don't know. I, I just I was like, I don't know. And then he's like, "Why don't you get out of here?" And I just, <laughs> just turned about face. And I f- I'm Ooh, like, I really, immediately. F- I really fucked myself, dude, because we all cheated. But I was the only one afterwards that said that I was bold cheat. enough to look him in his goddamn face and think you could actually get away with and, it. And I did not get away. It's with funny because it, like he with him, it was like, man, this kid didn't learn anything. Yeah. Yeah. That was like funny. Damn, Damn that's think- like double breaking. the. R- yeah. Like it's one thing to break the rules. But like when I would break the rules, like, hey, you caught me. I fucked up. Mm-hmm. You doubled down, and you actually you thought lied. you had a way out. Yeah. Well, I'm not good at breaking the rules, Joseph. So oh, did you try to do that innocent? I'm an innocent guy. I don't know. I'm a, I'm so innocent that that's yeah. why I broke the law so severely because the idea is so also. <laughs> do you remember what you were thinking before that? If you went up to him and said I didn't cheat, he would look at him and be like, Oh, you know what? Actually, you did. Like, did you think that there would be that next, or do you? I don't know what was going through your so head. So I. I just like I didn't want to be in trouble. Right. And I didn't want to have to do the homework again. Oh, that's what it was that everyone had to do it again. Yeah. And so I figured I'm like. You know, and I sucked at chemistry anyway, so I'm like, this will put me in his good graces and I'll not have to try in this class. It's very hard for me. What um, class was it? Chemistry. Chemistry. Chemistry, right. Yeah, I'm like the I'm like the opposite of Walter White, dude. I don't know how any of that shit works. And I've never taken a physics class. Ugh, even in college. I didn't either. No physics ever. Yeah, I, I only took like what I needed to take. Me too, yeah. yeah. I was like, I'm never doing this. Sh- I hated science shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I dude, got... it's retarded they make you do that in college. It's, so, it's like, dude, I did this shit in high... Let me just focus on what I want to make a career exactly, out of. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Yeah, like, gen- general education is awful. Yeah. Gen eds are, it's a scam. It's to make you go there longer so you pay more in tuition. I guess an argument could be made there was like, well, we're all coming from different high schools, so we don't know if we're all in the same playing field. But it's like, well, fucking let the chips fall where they may. That's I what remember, like, standardized testing is for. That's what yeah. SATs are for. I had to take to a, figure um, out, like, okay, well, yeah. they should at least be able to figure out A to B because their test scores. Mm. What's even the point of like fucking submitting that shit to a college if you're just gonna have to do high school all over again? Yeah. your first two years. I took a um a placement exam before I went to college for math. To I was doing journalism and ended up doing history. They sent them back but to middle was, school. Yeah, when the results <laughs> came in. But it was just like, all right, we need to see what level of math you'll be uh, qualified to take. And I had to take one math class, and this placement was just to decide what level that one math class would be. I'm like. Should I fail this? Yeah. Because I don't want to take a hard math class. And they told me I could take anything from like 118 up to 123. And the lowest one was mathematical thinking. 
which was like pretty easy, but it was like up to 120. He's like, so you could take calculus. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to take mathematical thinking. Like, yeah. Why, if given the option, would I do go into school to study journalism and history? Right. Yeah. Would I decide, yeah, I want to do calc. Yeah. Never took calculus either. I hated that. Yeah, shit. I didn't. I, hated I had pre-calculus in high school. I did a lot of... Um, I, I did a lot of AP classes in high school, so I did. I was able to yeah. skip a lot of the bullshit. I had AP psychology, which counted as the science, so I didn't have to take physics. Um, I only took AP history. Mm. Yeah, I wish I did. I didn't. Um, I liked my history classes, um, but I, I remember. Um, I think I don't know if we talked about this on air about uh, my love of John Tyler from a history class in high school. Um, yeah, it was uh, my senior year. It was like a U.S. government and U.S. history class. And uh, we each got a president that we had to write a paper on, and I got John Tyler, and GT. and uh, other, and I just I was kind of class clown, so I was like, every no matter what we would be learning about that day, I would bring up how John Tyler would have done it better. <laughs> oh, that must have perturbed your teacher. Different teacher, but yes, uh, same school. Oh, actually, no, that was high school. Junior high school is when the teacher loved to say we perturbed him. Um, I'll perturb him right in his goddamn ass. Yeah. But yeah, the um, this t- history teacher used to always have like unique designs on his ties. Oh. And so at the end of the year, someone got him uh, a printed out tie with John Tyler on it. Oh, that's good. <laughs> John Tyler. I honestly like unironically appreciated like teachers that tried to be like cool or funny. Yeah. Because it's like I, I know that they're being corny, but like there's no other way to be. Like uh, funny as a teacher, right? Yeah, you can't be like tell dick jokes yeah. or something, you know. Like I remember, there was this um, our earth science teacher. You used to always have like the joke of the day. Yeah, and I always appreciated it, dude, because I like jokes, even if they're fucking popsicle stick jokes. You know yeah, what I mean? It's fun. Yeah, and the <laughs> he had. Uh, we were talking about. I I, I love this teacher because he. He was like, guys, I know we're doing you're used to my joke of the day at the beginning of the class, but today's joke is going to be in the middle of the lesson. And like no one besides me is excited for it. (laughs) And then he he goes, "Um, now it's time to talk about relative dating. And folks, I'm not talking about hillbillies. And I laughed and nobody else did. And I saw the sadness in his eyes. <laughs> you know what I mean? And now that I'm an adult, I'm That's like... That's the day you decided to become a stand-up <laughs> comedian. <laughs> the day the laughter began. Yes. Yeah. I s- now that I'm an adult, dude, I s- like probably not getting pussy. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, best case scenario, he's got, he's got a, 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 a wife with a, a, a dry pussy or Yikes. no pussy. A wife with no pussy? A w- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're getting more popular these yeah. days, Matthew. <laughs> it's the hottest thing right now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's come the home hottest to your fucking- thing right now among kids. And it's women without pussies. You come home to your wife without a pussy, she's got some Bud Lights for you, ready to go. <laughs> yeah, dude. What a strange move on Bud Light's part. It's not wild, and like, the fact that like that is the that fact is, that it's cost them so much it's money. Yeah. Very fucking fun, and and do you know it's like they think because after this whole thing happened, they're like VIP of marketing for like whatever division has like been put on leave. And oh, did they really do? They did. Yeah, yeah, and it's and no one knows for sure, but it's like probably the fucking person that came up with this. Dis- like they had one job: sell more beer, and then they sold less beer. Yeah, what? significantly, like historically low. And you know, it's like somebody that just has their master's degree in fucking HR relations. Yeah, you know, where it's like, well, this will make our brand seem more inclusive. Guess what? The people buying our products don't care about like, I- inclusivity. There's enough like you know, Zima could have sponsored yeah, this person. Yeah, you know, exactly. like there's absolute vod like there's so many more brands of 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 alcohol yeah. that are synonymous with like gay culture and gay representation. Well, no, is it 
is absolute. I mean, more or less. I mean, it's just like, I would feel. I feel like hard alcohols in general, just because they are they lower calorie. Bottle. Yeah, and they loosen your asshole. Poppers vodka <laughs> instead of pop offs. Um, poppers. <laughs> but beer always just seemed kind of more of just like yeah, it's straight shit. It's it's also like an old person's idea of how young people mm. think because they're like, well, how do we appeal to the younger generation? I know have this like very left leaning activist. I'm like, do you not? Do you know there's young people in Alabama that lives in live in trailer parks? I think right? also young like trans people and leftists didn't like because they felt like it was pandering. Yeah. So Can't it did win. like it didn't even appeal to the people who they thought they'd be appealing. I'll to. tell you what though, that Dylan Mulvaney. Yeah. That's one hot dude. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I mean. Got, her name's Dylan Mulvane. Her initials are DM. How am I not going to slide in those? Yeah. You know what I mean? Hey, baby, I heard, I'm sorry about that uh, Bud Light fiasco blowing up in your face. Hey, hey baby, Dil- I don't care that you have stronger shoulders than me. How about you and I hang out sometime? Hey, Dylan, you want something else that's veiny? <laughs> How about my veiny dick in your ass? <laughs> hey, do you want something that's about half the size of a Coke can? A fucking Bud Light can. I can't. I don't know how to riff. I forgot Coke can. How. <laughs> that's right, dude. Maybe that's why you get kicked out of those open mics at fucking yeah. two thirty. Yeah, can you imagine? Hey, yeah. we don't need. We don't need that style here. I Bob walk Bob. in and they orchestrate this show that has replaced mm. the yeah. mic. Uh, you guys sit over there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> look, look audiency. Also, um, I've been doing a bit about it, um, but I'm, I won't be able to for long as the Bud Light thing will be old news soon. We'll anyway, do it into the camera. We'll do it here now, yeah. so that ladies can, and gentlemen, yes. Matt Marin, <laughs> so they can live forever on the podcast um jack daniels had a uh, uh teamed up with like rupaul's drag race and that was being brought up after the um bud light thing some people were trying to get a protest going but no jack daniels didn't lose any money and i'm like yeah jack daniels is the best drink ever bud light's replaceable yeah people aren't giving up their jack daniels Jack daniels be undeniable That's yeah their slogan well jack da- i think they just had like a, a pride flag or no something. they teamed with like rupaul's drag race so they had like drag queens in their ads i mean that's fine. Well, Dylan Mulvaney's trans. It's That's different. Trans is different than drag. Yeah, I mean, drag. That, dra- but as far as like uh, the right wing person who's going to not want to buy yeah. it anymore. No, dude, because drag doesn't spit in the face of God's divine right. creation. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Drag is like, damn, God, you did a great job. But look, what if I put on some makeup? Yeah. God, uh, trans is like, God, you fucked up. Now I got to mutilate my penis one yeah. way or the other. I think I think Jack Daniels is too good. I think, I mean, yeah, if uh, they had Hitler on Jack Daniels, I'd be like, yeah, there's a lot of us in Hollywood, you yeah. know? <laughs> That's still mine drink. Yep, mine drink. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, there's, uh, I mean, there's other whiskeys and bourbons, but Jack Daniels is, like, a uniquely great whiskey. Mm-hmm. Great Tennessee whiskey, too. But the, um, yeah, Bud Light, it's like, all right, if you have to drink Miller's Light, Miller Light or Coors Light or Michelob Ultra. Actually, Michelob Ultra is also Anheuser-Busch. Um... Actually, I'll give credit to uh, John Ajoda, Um said uh, we were uh, on a show together, and he said that I look like I protest Bud Light by drinking Budweiser. <laughs> <laughs> John's very funny. Hell yeah, That's dude. awesome. That's He's going to be on Fight Club tonight. He is. Oh, my. So, but if you're watching this, uh, actually, no, the, the live show will have happened. The episode will be coming out this week. Nice. Yeah. Check it out, unless you're busy, in which case Matt understands. Yes. Um, but yeah, Bud Light, I think you got, when you can't have like an advertising faux pas when you're an easily replaceable product. Yeah. That's a great point. Yeah. yeah. Advertising in general is very interesting to me. Cause it's just like, do you think, do people forget about Bud Light? Like, do people forget about I, McDonald's? They have to, yeah. Yeah. For some of them, I like, I don't get it, but I also think there is something subliminal with, um, I don't know if I'm at a bar and it's like I have to order a beer. Mm-hmm. One of the first ones that will come to mind will be one that I've seen a lot of ads of. Mm-hmm. I will just, uh, unless it's a thing you're really into. Mm-hmm. If someone's getting whiskey, it's like, I don't know, do you know Michter's? Yeah. yeah. You know Jack Daniels because yeah, of the advertising. It's kind of creepy when you think about it. Like the advertisers, their marketers, their job is to like get inside our brains when we're not even like willing participants. Yeah. Like we just want to walk down the street and it's like, well, how, how do we capture their attention? Yeah. I'm saying this is a guy that regularly does ambush comedy shows. Right. Yeah. So. But yeah, it really is. Uh, I think you just put things in people's heads and then when you're deciding where to eat. Mm-hmm. The and ones that are places that have good advertising pop into your head yeah, yeah. sooner. And I, I get it. Like, 
using like subliminals to kind of get your point across. Right. You know, yeah. I can think of 1,488 like ways that you could do that, mm. you know, yeah. but, but subtle. So it's not like, it's not like, Oh, I feel like I'm getting advertised to, but it just puts something in your brain. Right. Where yeah. now you're thinking maybe a little differently than you would have. Yeah, before. exactly. Yeah. Mm. I don't know. I, I guess technically my job is marketing though. Yeah. yeah. My day job, which yeah. I'm Joe, you can't stop me. I'm going to leave soon. No, you're not. I am dude. You're not, dude. I'm going to be so excited to tell people. You're the first person I'm going to tell after my parents that I quit my job. Yeah. But then what are you, you should tell do? Joe before your parents? Oh, absolutely. I will. <laughs> you're not going to quit, dude. I will. No, you won't. I come on. Why wouldn't I? Because you don't, you need, you need the security of a nine to five. I actually do not. Oh, really? No. Oh, uh, really? Dude, I got I got uh, a nice little nest. I could skate easy for a year if I wanted to. We don't know that. I, we do know that. There's unknown expenses, though, Bobby. What if something Dude, happens? When I moved to what New York. What if you got a woman pregnant? Yeah. <laughs> what if you break your arm? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, the insurance thing sucks because when I was at 1099 for a bit, I did spend almost $500 a month on insurance. <laughs> and that's that's the biggest part. And yeah. it's it's like gambling when you think about it, though, because it's like I probably won't need insurance. But then if I don't have insurance, I'm like, but I could potentially be like 30 K in the hole if I have an oopsie daisy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, it sucks, dude. That's the That's the one thing I love America. LRT, you know that. Yes. But I think Europe really, and I'm sure there's idiosyncrasies I'm not aware of. But like the fact that they can just walk to an emergency room and it's fine. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, there is a the whole thing. Like, I know Canada has an issue where it's like, if you have a non-emergency thing you want to see a doctor for, like, you legit have to wait a long time. Like, how long? I don't know, but that's what I've heard. And I I've heard, heard that from actual Canadians. Yeah, too, I know. So. There's a Canadian wrestler who I knew who had to wait 18 months to get, like, a ACL fixed. Bret Hart? No, not Bret Hart. No. Chris Benoit? <laughs> he needed 18 months to see a therapist. Yeah. He's like, oh, I guess I could wait that long. I, yeah. I'm having mood swings, but nothing crazy. Well, you know, just get some exercise on your Nordic track and <laughs> yeah. let me know how you feel later. Yeah. Just work. Maybe read the Bible. Yeah. Make sure you're, make sure your Bowflex is working. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. It was, but, you know, all jokes aside, it was sad what happened to that family. Mm. Was it? I think so. Sucks for his older son that looks exactly like him and wants to get into pro wrestling yeah Ooh, that is rough dude because like his he goes by benoit he goes by uh david benoit yeah i would change my last name i wouldn't necessarily change my last name actually but i would use a different wrestling name i've seen him do interviews where he talks about it, where he's like yeah obviously it's all horrible but also my dad was my hero <laughs> he died yeah, when he was like rough, 10 dude yeah that's rough is it your dad was a murderer yeah, it's hard, but it's also like it was, it was your, my dad. Your dad killed. Yeah, what the fuck bro. did your dad ever do? Who'd your dad ever? Who'd your dad ever beat? My fucking family. <laughs> yeah. My dad just plays piano. He's never murdered someone. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's this weird thing because it's like, I'm sure he was a good dad for most of his life, and then just had an oopsie daisy. Maybe to one, one of his kids, he was a good dad. To the other imagine? one, not so much. Yeah. He had yeah. an oopsie daisy. He had, uh, had one. Got had one bad day. Yep. You know? Benoit. I don't think that someone should be penalized for 20 years of their life for 20 minutes of action. I'm Bill Cosby. 80 years, 60 bad days. <sighs> not that... Honestly, he had, he had most days he did not rape. I've been thinking... Like 99% of the days he lived, he didn't rape. Yeah. It was mostly peaceful life, Bill Cosby. Yes, a yeah. mostly peaceful life. Mostly peaceful life, yeah. dude. Yeah. <laughs> dude, it, it is it is a little... I wish someone less talented had raped all those women because Bill Cosby himself is a classic album. Yeah. It's so good. Bill Cosby himself is a rapist. <laughs> who, would, <laughs> who would you have... This is the worst titled album for a guy <laughs> whose personal life is awful. Yeah. It's like, well, you could separate the art from the artist. Really? What's his best record? Himself. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, who who would you rather have been a rapist in the comedy scene? Hannah Gatsby. Ooh. That would, oh, doth protest too much. <laughs> that would huh? be real funny. She's like, listen, okay, everything I talked about, like, you know how you change little things and bits yeah. to make them funnier? Yeah. I changed myself from the rapist to the victim because I thought it would make me yeah. more likable on stage. Just actually, she says she doesn't rape, just like she said she was going to quit comedy. Yeah. And it's the liar left and right. Her whole thing, and I know... 
Nanette has been like dissected to death by podcaster comedians like ourselves. I never watched it. Me neither. Oh, I watched it. Yeah, I don't fucking watch it. Nothing with some gash. <laughs> I'm like, shut up, bitch. Her. Every time. I can't say that for a full hour. Yeah, I'd be exhausted. exhausted. <laughs> shut up, bitch. Oh, I fucking. Kelly's like, bringing you water. <laughs> She's like, can we just turn something on? I'm not done yet. Shut up, bitch. Joe, Joe, you know she can't hear you, right? If I say it loud enough, maybe she will. <laughs> this is a six-year-old special. Her whole thing, though, was because she was like, I'm tired of doing... Because she was doing, like, hacky, self-deprecating stuff about being a fat lesbian. Yeah. And she's like, and now I refuse to do that. And now, now I just talk about how I got raped. I'm like, you know there's, a, like, an in-between. Yes. I must the- make puns about Picasso. I haven't dude. seen it, but I know, I've seen clips from it, and I know, like, what it was. Yeah. yeah. So I can't, like, dissect it. Mm-hmm. But my whole thing with it was, her whole thing was, I don't like comedy. I don't like the comedy forces you to be this, which it doesn't force anyone to be anything. Yeah. And then she was going to quit, and then she did really well with the special and then didn't quit. Yeah. So to me, the, I don't know, the whole she, thing well, just... She did the comedian version of Jay-Z. She was like, this is my last album. And did Jay-Z everyone, do that? Yeah, he retired and then had yeah. more albums. Jiggle, what? That's what I said. Yeah. Uh, well, I actually don't mind. I mean, pro wrestlers retire and then have matches after that either. But that's just like only when they need to come back. Yeah, it's like I'm retiring so you can make money on a retirement show and then come back. That's kind of what. I, but if you're trying to make like take a moral high ground, make a moral point of like, I don't like this thing. This is what I believe, and this is why I'm not going to do this anymore. Oh wait, I can make money. Like to me, that's it's almost the most direct selling out I've ever seen. Yeah. Where, like, there's other things where, like, did they really sell out? Who kind of, like, she literally said, I think this is morally wrong, mm. but I'm going to do it because I can make money. It's well, all about she, the bag for most people. She did one more special, and then that was it. I think she got another one coming out. No, she won't. Never what? again. <laughs> That's what never again means to Joe, is yeah. watching women do comedy. <laughs> never again. He wears a little yellow ribbon lapel on his on his fucking shirt to commemorate the one time he sat through a woman doing comedy Sometimes. that wasn't his girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> it's never happened, dude. Every time I've done it, I was like, now I got to date this bitch. <laughs> Joe watches fucking Amy Schumer, and yeah. then after she cuts off stage, he's like, all right, mm. let's go back to my place. Yeah. Damn, I saw like a fucking documentary on Amy Schumer when she was like being pregnant and stuff. Unsettling looking woman, dude. Yeah. Yikes. That, that's that's your review as like a Rob, Roger Ebert. Yeah. I give her fucking physical appearance a million <laughs> thumbs down. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy, too, because I get that like fame is difficult and life is difficult. But she was like so in the album, mostly sex stuff and that special. Yeah. She's like smoking hot. And she's very funny. And she and the early very, stuff, first album, yeah. first stuff is really good. Yeah, that Jesselnik influence really <laughs> helped. <laughs> she was a seller comic. She was just like one of the guys. Yeah, or well, one of the comics. It was up to me. Yeah. She'd be a seller comic again, but in a different way, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> mm. But yeah, yeah. Then, but, but then like bread just became too delicious. Mm. I don't know what it is. Bread and Xanax, I think. I yeah. think it's equal parts. Mm. She's on the bread and Xanax diet for sure. Yeah. But what? So who's who's a comic who you would have liked to have seen been the rapist besides Cosby? Ooh. Like a historic one. So it's like you said someone less talented, but it would still have to be someone big enough for it to be a big story. I would say Mark Twain, the father of stand-up comedy. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like a That's Sinbad, true. like a Sinbad. No, Sin good, dude. Mm. Um, who? Gallagher. Gallagher. That's it, probably. Yeah. Damn. Richard Belzer. Oh, that would be interesting. Oh, after being on all those Law and Orders, <laughs> that'd be a rough one if you're on all these episodes of like. Remember, there was a Law and Order episode with like a rape a comedian making rape jokes who ended up being a rapist. Really? Yeah, it was like a guy who was uh, like on like an edge lord type guy. They recorded it at the comic strip. Okay. And he was just doing like rape jokes, and then it turned out there was the lawyers were there, and that was like a clue that this guy might be the rapist. Oh, uh, uh, watch out, Bobby! We've been joking <laughs> about this shit on podcast before. Do you think our fucking will think we'll ever get in trouble for the things we've said on this podcast? No, uh, I don't know if any of us will ever be famous enough. yeah <laughs> thank god dude honestly that's the greatest gift a comedian can have it's is anonymity it's it, and i feel bad for our brothers in comedy that are like that hold back 
on like saying funny shit and then it's like they don't make it yeah and it's like at least you could have not made it and said funny shit yeah you know that's uh, the writers for that episode it's such a it's such a fucking blogger's idea of how comedy works where yeah. if you're like oh i'm making a rape joke because i rape <laughs> yeah if anything if you're a fucking rapist that you're like the most famous comedy rapist notoriously did clean comedy yeah. and, and called yeah. Eddie Murphy to tell him to curse less. Eddie Murphy, who was actually heroically having sex with trans prostitutes, yes. which makes him a fucking hero by today's standards. Best night in the front, Eddie Murphy in the back. Well, he was fucking trans prostitutes while opening his specials by dropping slurs about gay people. I want to yeah. kill a gay person. <laughs> while looking like the biggest fucking faggot imaginable. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, like, it's like, like I'm going to kill a gay man. Well, I kill a faggot. And like he looked like he had like a fucking dude sucking his dick in the middle so of the Black state. guys and Italians, two famously homophobic yeah. groups of people. <laughs> The gayest people too. Yeah. Do you think they get has, fucking yeah. manicures? Yeah, and and they have a barber. That's the thing. Yeah. Black guys being homophobic is so very fucking funny to me. And then they have their own special hairdresser that they schedule. Yeah. An appointment <laughs> with. It's so funny, dude. Well, because the the whole spe- he comes out in like the full like red jumpsuit, and his like opening line is like, "Oh, I look a little too good. I don't want any faggots looking at my butt." Yeah. <laughs> like, she Very like good. runs around the stage so the gay people in the audience can't get a good view of his butt. Mm-hmm. Classic. <laughs> and then the next special three years later, because the um on the album listing on Raw, the name of the bit is just faggots. <laughs> and then Hell three yeah. years later on Delirious, he has a bit that's faggots revisited. <laughs> 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 Revisit so much, un- uh, so many unanswered questions from the first album. Right, Faggots Revisited is whenever I go on a second date. Yeah, that's what the girl calls it. Now that I'm three years wiser, let- yes. let's go back to some of these topics I initially touched upon. Right, and see how my road weary expertise has mm. developed, and my yeah. takes have 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 uh, become even greater. Robin Williams as a rapist. Ooh, Robin raping. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, my dick in your ass. It's a wonderful thing. <laughs> Who else? David Letterman. Oh, David Letterman. What, uh, he's too talented. I th- if we're talking about like, well, so is Robin Williams. I'm just like thinking of like legacy comedy names. Mm. These are, yeah, Robin Williams, Letterman would I think be just as upsetting as Cosby. Yeah. Probably more so because he's like a white guy. Mm. Jay Leno, right as he's about to enter and she's crying, he's like, have you seen this? Have you heard about this? Hey, folks, (laughs) have you seen this? Have you heard about this? I guess Jay Leno, he got some shit. I think he got more shit than he deserved. Because, you know, he hosted a Milk Toast Tonight show, which, all right. But he was always, like, a good stand-up. It was the way he acquired the late-night talk show. Oh, because, yeah. I think he stole it from David Letterman. I think some of that was, like, I read the uh, the book, and it seems like um, Leno's let his agents kind of handle everything, and if they would do shitty things, he wouldn't ever, like, be like, Yeah, but that, yeah. that's that's... Come on, that, that's, that's also baby. that's also what you would say if you want to uh, not get any heat for the bad shit. Yes, or, mm. or it, it has like a Pontius Pilate feel to it, where yeah. it's like, well, I hired these agents, and then they do whatever, and yeah. I know that they're going to do shady well, shit, and I don't stop them. Yeah, it's like the is yeah. that my fault? Yeah, yeah. yes, it is. <laughs> like the studio wanted Leno, but Carson wanted Letterman. Mm-hmm. Mm. That was the thing. I do think Letterman is funnier, just. Because he has this cynicism to him, which I think in, innately is more funny. Where, like, Jay Leno seems like a like an affable guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Which is, like, I don't know. There's, like, it's it's a less funny person to be, I think. I, mm. I was Leno's thought, the yeah. guy making, like, clever quips. Like, yeah. almost like wordplay. And yeah. Dave Letterman's like, I see the bullshit in everybody. Like, if you're hanging yeah. out in the back of a room and a comic is on stage, you and Letterman will shit on the guy on stage. Yeah. Leno will, like, add tags to the yeah. jokes. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I always thought Letterman's people on the street, that was some of, like, the best stuff he was always doing. Yeah. You know, I actually, I love when Kimmel does Man in the Street stuff. Like, uh, Kimmel was a guy who I loved the man show, so I generally think positively about Kimmel. I feel like if I watched his show now all the time, I wouldn't. Mm-hmm. But when I would see the um, man in the street, when they would, like, uh, 
ask people political questions that were not true. They would ask like people on the street who won the first lady debate and everyone would have an answer. Every Democrat would say, oh, Michelle Obama just crushed Melania Trump. Like, yeah. <laughs> I love when they would like to, or they went to Coachella and they asked people about bands that were made up and they all pretended to know the band. <laughs> oh, that's so rough, dude. Because you're... Uh, it's funny too, because the type of person that would pretend to know the band yeah. is the same type of person that would be crushed to know that millions of people are laughing at them. Yeah, you know. Yeah, because like the the type of person that goes, I've actually never heard of them, has the same humility that would allow them to laugh at themselves. Yeah. So it's it's the perfect con. I yeah, think, it would me. be like I'm gonna sound so old, but I have no idea who those bands are. Right. Yeah. You know, it's like I'm. You know, hey, I just came here to see this band. This band. Uh, you know, and then like they'd be like, oh, what an endearing person. Yeah. You know, then they would be like, you know, then you go like viral for that shit where it's like, how endearing, just the most endearing person at Coachella. Yeah. Humblest yeah. man in Coachella. Did you, did you ever get in California, right? I don't know. You ever I go? never go to that fucking shit, you ever dude. do Burning no. Man? No, fuck I can that, see dude. you doing Burning Absolutely Man. Absolutely fucking no. not, dude. I do drugs in the comfort of my own house. I don't right. want to go with a bunch of fucking trust fund kids and yeah and and these fucking business people who on the weekend are like oh well i get spiritual at burning man fuck that that could suck my dick dude yeah do drugs in the comfort of your own house folks fuck, what was it don't was... waste money and don't let don't humanize other rich people there was some documentary i saw about a guy who owns some like major company and he like lives in the mountains doing yoga all the time I, uh Yikes. i forgot what it was but it was it was one of those where i'm like I think it's impossible not to be a little bit of a weirdo if you're a billionaire. When you get to that point, you can literally do anything you want. I mean, who's going to just... I don't think there's a lot of people who get there that just will sit at home and play video games. I, I think as I think there's got to be like... Yeah, I would be like the weirdo who moved to the mountains. I would stay here and I would just play video games and snort yeah. ketamine yeah. and order Seamless. Mm. Do you think if Joe dies of a ketamine overdose, the next episode of Locker Room Talk we do, we would name it Morning Joe? Morning Joe Revisited. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) We star out Joe. Yeah. (laughs) It's J star star. Yeah. Damn. Ooh, then people would think we are morning... Jews. Morning Jews. <laughs> yeah. Morning Jews. Morning Jews is what happened after the Holocaust. There, yeah. <laughs> a lot of morning Jews. That's what every that's my impression of a Nazi guard. Morning Jews. <laughs> hi Hans. <laughs> <laughs> they all have to say hi. I'll have to say it back. Yeah. <laughs> Do you ever have a teacher like that that like walked in the class and was so chipper? The bell doesn't dismiss you. I dismiss you. Yeah. Yikes. It's like, I dismiss you every time you talk, bitch, because I don't respect yeah. you. Or it's like the chipper, like, hi, how is everyone? Yeah. And uh, you have the Leno and the Letterman. The Lenos who are like, oh, she's so nice. And the Letterman's are like, this fucking cunt. Yeah. <laughs> I almost, but it goes back to, like, the teachers that would, like, make dad jokes. I almost appreciated that, like, yeah. they know it sucks. Like, they went to school, too. Yeah. And they're at work. You know, yeah. it's, it sucks for everybody. It's the, it's... What I get creeped out by now thinking about it in hindsight are the, the teachers, teachers who complimented the girl's appearance. There's that. <laughs> and also fucking the guys that or uh, women or whatever that the teachers that definitely had like they were getting off on the power trip. Mm. And like now as an adult, I'm like, they were such fucking losers yeah to get off on being like well you know who has to listen to me children yeah <laughs> guess who's not at the bottom of the social hierarchy yeah. after all yeah this yeah. guy you think more teachers would be shot in these school shootings yeah. <laughs> it's like damn why are you fucking shooting a kid that probably doesn't even want to be there anyway mm. shoot the teachers that are fucking may damn that teacher was one day away from retirement yeah. <laughs> 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 they saw everything yeah they saw everything. <laughs> Damn, Mr. Patterson, I didn't know you liked to get wet. I bet, like, if more teachers were shot, then teachers would start being nicer to students. Dude, I remember there was this one teacher. Uh, we had this assignment where we had, and this is, like, fifth or sixth grade. We had to advertise our town as if we were, like, a travel agency. Mm. And I'm from Greenwood Lake. So someone wrote on the brochure... Again, fifth or sixth grade. Welcome to beautiful green hyphen next line Wood Lake. So they broke up Greenwood. Yeah. 
and she and she lifted it up and she was like, "This is an example of something you shouldn't do. Break up a word in the middle of a title of a pamphlet. Just make the word its own line. Obviously, don't hyphenate this word." And I'm like, even as a little kid, I'm like. It's just a stupid project to keep us busy while our parents are. Jesus Christ! Who was bitch. that? Was it? Was this in Catholic school? No, I was in public school. I didn't go to Catholic school till till junior high school. God, that sucks. Dude. Damn, dude. Hey, locker room talk, listeners. Why don't you fucking find out who Bobby's teacher was? Yeah. Pay a little visit to her place with an aluminum bat and crack her head like the fucking peanut brain she is. I don't know. I kind of like. Do you think we'll get in trouble for fucking no. threatening that woman? No. I kind of like All the right. idea of doing that at comedy shows. After someone's bit bombs, just have someone else come with the mic. It's like, now this is what we don't do. <laughs> Bad premise with no punchline. Why would you do that? Yeah. I had a, I don't know if I, stop me if I've ever told the story in the pod, but I had a teacher in second grade that legit had a mental breakdown in front of us. Oh, yeah. I think you, you did that, tell yeah. this story, but uh, we don't listen to you, so tell it again. That's true, and I'm assuming our listeners also don't. Right. So everyone's hearing it for the first time. In second grade, we had, um, I shouldn't say her last name, but she had a Go German ahead. last name, which made this whole situation worse. Heimler. Yeah, Mrs. Heimler. And she was fucking... Now, in hindsight, I'm like, she was either a spinster or someone that couldn't come to grips with her lesbianism. Mm. Those were the only options. But very alone old woman. Um, and she used to yell at us like we were adults. Yeah. And I remember one time she was having a bad day. I remember this, even though I was in second grade. Uh, she talked to a kid, like asked him a question, and he was like, I'm sorry, I wasn't paying attention. And she was like, you guys are driving me crazy today. I can't handle it anymore. You think it's funny not to pay attention in Mrs. What was her name? Hemler. Hemler. You think it's funny not to pay attention in Mrs. Hemler's class? One day... I'm going to go outside in the parking lot with a revolver and shoot myself in the head dead, and it'll be all of your fault. Jesus. Yeah, I remember you telling me this. Isn't that crazy? Jesus Christ. Oh, yeah, dude. And, and I then, went home and played Nintendo. And then, like, didn't, like, <laughs> I didn't say yeah. anything to my parents. Parents were calling each other. My mom comes downstairs. She's on the phone. She's like, did Mrs. Hemler say something um, upsetting in class today? And didn't take a break from Mario 64. I'm like, yeah, she said something about shooting herself and it would be her fault, but she's always saying weird stuff. <laughs> Isn't that fucking wild, dude? Nice, dude. You she did it with a German accent, so it was kind of charming. Yeah. <laughs> I am going to shoot myself. Is that German? I don't know. It's I think I just... Swedish. I, went, I, I don't know what I went to there for a second. Matt, Matthew, know thy enemy. You should yeah. have that accent down pat. I should. Mm. I don't know. I Isn't got Dutch for a second there. With a, I went like uh, upbeat. Mm. Thinking about stuff like that now that I'm an adult, I'm like, fuck. It's terrifying being a parent and knowing that uh, teachers aren't benevolent forces. They're just random adults that apply to a job. Yeah, they should get paid less. I think so. Yeah, they shouldn't even get paid. They get summers off, dude. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Teachers will roll their eyes, and be like, yeah, we have summers off. It's like, you do. That's a big deal. Yeah, two months. They're like, well, sometimes we have to plan lessons after hours at work. Like, yeah, you're not the only profession where you have to work outside nine to five. Yeah. Fucker. Yeah. I mean, they're done at three. So. Yeah. But they they're still like, done. At, they're seven to three. Get out of here, bitch. No, they don't. No one has to start eight school. to three. Yeah. Yeah, dude. They're like, I have to do this lesson plan that has been planned out for me. And I have to ask the prompts that are written down in my teacher book. Mm. That would I'm suck. exhausted. That that would suck to have to be like a fucking you know that A class where you have to get in early at like six thirty mm. starts six thirty. Yeah. yeah, you have to get up at like five thirty, dude. Fuck that. Yeah. Yeah. God damn, that would suck. And and honestly, this, this, this. Go ahead. Uh no, nah, I should step off my soapbox. Okay, I was gonna just gonna ask Joe, is this a new TV? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just I was looking at the TV. I'm like, hey, Joe said he got a new TV. That's right, baby. Like it so far? I uh, love it, dude. I can play the PlayStation. It looks fucking beautiful. Yeah. It's a masterpiece, baby. Yeah. What Best games you playing? my life. Uh, right now, I'm playing uh, Assassin's Creed. I'm playing Assassin's Creed Valhalla. I'm playing Fortnite. 
playing them all. I'm playing all the classics. Now, what baby. would an Assassin's Creed be? Would it be? Would it be like a Black Sabbath inspired? Do it over and over again. Sort of. It's like this crazy. It would be an assassin who loves Christian rock. Yes. Yeah. Can you take me higher to the eleventh floor where the president is? Yeah. Mm. Would you kill the president? Um, only if um, it was convenient. Nice. Yeah. I'm not taking time out of work. Right. You know. Struggle. You're a struggling entertainer. Yeah. I don't. I. Uh, mm. I wear many hats. I don't know if I want. Can you imagine Bobby an Wil- entertainer? Bob Wilkes. Bob Wilkes Booth. Ooh, <laughs> nice dude. Yeah, an entertainer who sh- kills it. Yeah, he was like a well-known actor, right? Mm-hmm. I heard someone describe it as um, John Wilkes Booth, like uh, killing Abraham Lincoln. That's like if you found out Luke Wilson killed Biden. Yeah, that'd like, be sick. The brother of the famous actor. Uh, John Wilkes Booth's brother was a famous actor. Yeah, and more famous. His yeah. dad and his brother were like he he was overshadowed by both of them. Word. He was at, the Emilio yeah. Escovez. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Were if Emilio Escobar went to go see Joe Biden, yeah, yeah, he'd be like Quack Attack is back, Jack, <laughs> yeah, and then he fucking blows out his brain. That'd be sick, dude. Dude, Emilio Estevez's character in Mighty Ducks is such a fun one because it's one of those that now he like they did the uh, the adversity in the beginning. The guy, the person goes through that they overcome, where he's like he's a bad guy but becomes a good guy. But it's it's bad enough that now if we watched it, we just wouldn't like that guy for the rest of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> He's just like drunk driving. He hates kids. He's like shitty boyfriend. He's just shitty everywhere. He, he fucking rocks, dude. Yeah. The man simply could not stop striking up winds. Yes. I haven't seen that show in forever. I got to rewatch that. What, movie. Mighty Ducks? Yeah. yeah, Mighty Ducks is good. Emilio Estevez is fun in Breakfast Club, too. Mm, I never saw is that. Is he movie. the bully? No, he. that's Judd Nelson. He's the jock. <gasps> yes. I yeah. remember now. Who was the nerd? Um. Oh. I know Anthony Michael Hall is in it. Is he the nerd in it? No, he's like the Peter Parker. Yeah. I had a a little bit of a crush, Joseph. On Anthony Michael Hall? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fucking faggot. Yeah. <laughs> Good night, everyone.